Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome to being in the ring with Billy Moore, where we'll talk not only about boxing, but we'll talk about life in the ring. Because when a boxer is in the ring, his whole life flashes through his mind at times. So, welcome this morning. Anybody Can Youth Foundation teaches our youth to step off into life with their best foot forward, without cowardice, but with courage and dignity. ABC was founded by legendary light heavyweight champion Archie Moore in 1957. He had a heart and passion for helping the youth. He believed if we went into the business of prevention, we could save billions of dollars and millions of lives. He started ABC to teach youth the basic ABCs of life. Are you concerned about the world today? Do you want to help train our youth to be the change needed in the world? Join us in the fight for equality, in the fight for justice, in the fight for our youth. If you would like to help, go to www.abcyouthfoundation.org. That's www.abcyouthfoundation.org. Be well and be blessed. You're welcome to say whatever you feel like saying and to think and react to however you want to think and react. And in lieu of, I'm not a politician, not at all, uh, but in lieu of, I'm not too happy today, in lieu of the things that are going on in this country. But to, but one of the things that is very enlightening is what you're doing and what you're doing. And what I'd like you to do is tell us about what you're doing and, and give us your past and bring us up to now. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you so much for uh, having this conversation. And, and uh, you know, like you, I'm, I'm also uh, grieved at what is happening in this country, but I'm also very hopeful um, that there's things that can still be done to make a shift on focusing on the solutions in this country and really um, getting back to uh, what matters most, which I believe is supporting and helping people that are boots on the ground, grassroots organizations, and supporting our children in this country and really making a shift back to focusing on our kids because they're the future of this country. Um, so I'm still very hopeful going into the new year. I'm, I'm saying that 2021 is the year of no fear. Uh, that is, that is what this year is going to be for me. It's going to be a year of no fear. And, uh, and I look forward to moving forward on offense and what I believe is going to be, um, really making a difference here in our, in our societies. So, um, thank you so much for having me on, uh, background on me is I grew up in a little, uh, uh, community on the Oregon coast called Coos Bay. And Coos uh, Bay. Very familiar with it. What's that? So I'm very familiar with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little fisherman logging town. And uh, it's a great little community, man. I uh, really loved uh, growing up there. And, you know, they were. it was in the middle of nowhere, but we had, we were on the beach. You know, we loved it. And, uh, and I had, uh, I grew up without a dad. And, in high school, somebody took me uh, under his wing, a mentor, and he really uh, invested a lot of time and energy into 
showing me what it looks like to be a quality male figure and being a good husband, a good family man, and somebody who really um, demonstrated a lifestyle that I could look toward and say, I want to be like that when I'm, you know, 40, 50 years old. And that's important as a young man. You want to have people in your life, you know, ideally it's your dad, but if it's not your dad, somebody to be able to look toward and say, you know what, I want to inspire to be like this person. And so my story really began when Todd Tardy was his name, uh, took me under his wing, mentored me, and really casted a vision for who I wanted to be in the world, which was so foundational for my journey. And um, at 19 years old, from 19 to 24, I was part of leading and participating in a nonprofit uh, called Young Life, where um, I helped form a team, a team of leaders, and we would go into the high school and build relationships with kids. And I, I was passionate about that nonprofit because that's exactly what happened with me. Somebody came into my life when I was in high school and took me under their wing. And I wanted to be that for other high school kids that didn't have that kind of opportunity to have anybody in their life or nobody to go to their sporting events. You know, I really wanted to be the one that showed up at their their games and supported them and really uh, got behind um, whatever they were passionate about was I wanted to be passionate about. And so I did that for five years. I just built relationships with kids, showed up in their lives, made them feel like they mattered. And um, uh, after about five years of being in the nonprofit world, I got pretty tired of raising money, 50% of my time. And I decided I wanted to go into the, the business world so I could be self-sustaining enough to where I could start supporting nonprofits rather than having to raise money all the time. And um, at that same time, my mom ended up going through a really difficult uh, time in her journey where she had lost her mother and her brother. And during her journey, uh, you know, as anybody, as anybody can imagine, like if you lose your, your, uh, family members, it takes a huge toll on you. And she got to the point where she goes, she calls me up. She's in a depression. She started drinking and she said, you know what? I'm going to start my life over and I'm going to move across the United States. So my mom moved across the United States and ended up through a series of events becoming homeless. And it's not somebody that you would expect that would become homeless. And it changed my paradigm and my view of how I viewed the homeless community because my mom is the hardest working woman I know. And she ended up in that situation. So it destroyed my bias toward homelessness, which is, you know, they should work a little harder. They should make better choices with their life, whatever my biases were. My mom destroyed those biases and she inspired me to actually do something about the homeless problem. And it in, I started calling homeless shelters in my area and asking what they needed. And they all said blankets. And so I came up with the idea that for every blanket that somebody buys from me, I'll donate a blanket to their local homeless shelter. And so in many ways to kind of tie that story all together, it was the foundational roots that Todd Tardy invested in me and casted a vision that it was possible to love the people around me and to love my community. It was through my mom's story that helped change my paradigm and understanding of what homelessness is and why it exists. And it 
inspired me to do something to make a difference in my local community. And so it came full circle. I ended up launching a blanket company, which was super random, and I never thought I'd get into the fabric business, <laughs> but, uh, but all to help local homeless shelters that needed blankets. And so that's the journey that I'm on now, and that's what I dedicate 100% of my time to now. Well, I think that uh, 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 Reverend Shig and I, we've talked about it and talked about you. And, and I was reading uh, the uh, short uh, bio there. And do, do you get a chance to talk with youth very much? Uh, here and there, I still get to talk with youth. Um, it's always my greatest joy to be able to talk with youth because that's where I started. Uh, um you know, in my, my journey and my ministry. And, um, I love speaking to the kids, you know, like I said, in the, the beginning of this call, I believe the kids are the future of this, this country. And the more focus that we have toward our children and investing in our kids, the better our world's going to be long-term. Because as well, as you had said, well, that's one of the things that, uh, that's our motto here. I mean, the kids are our future. They are our future. That story that you just told about starting your company, more kids need to hear that story. That's just my belief. This is something that's something I've been doing for almost 40 years. And it's, it's simple. It's very simple. And this is what, and this is what we need to give our kids is simplicity. Simplicity. And uh, uh, when uh, my dad started AB, ABC 60 plus years ago, and uh, <clears throat> he said the United States is headed for a gang and a drug epidemic. He said, if we keep what we're doing, keep it simple. Keep it simple and you won't lose them. I really like that story about what you do and how you got started doing it. And uh, uh, once we get beyond this COVID and get our kids to coming back in here. And it sure would be nice if you could stop by and spend a little time with us. Oh, 100%. Okay. Cool. Now, so now where are you, where are you located? So I'm in North County, uh, San Diego. Okay. Up in Carlsbad. And okay. uh, I just moved down here about a year and a half ago from Oregon. And, um, yeah, really loving it down here. I, I love being in Southern California, and and I it's, it was it's been a great move. Okay, I was uh I had a I had a fight in Oregon, uh, a boxing match out the kid. I'm trying to think, it was over on the water, and uh we fought outside. It was freezing cold, freezing cold. I can't remember the name of the little town. Is I think it's right across. Right across the border, after leave out of California, but I can't remember where it was. And man, uh, I don't know if the guy up there, man, say it again. It's cold up there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if the cold got me to got to me more, or if the guy that I was boxing got to me more. I really don't remember. <laughs> but in a uh, uh, organism, it's a, a beautiful place. I spent a lot of quite a bit of time in uh, uh, Portland, Oregon, hmm. uh, with some with some different guys up there. We had a, a little boxing team going on up in that area, 
Now, okay, what's your what's your plans for the future as far as spreading what you do? I'm sure you plan on spreading it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in 2018, we launched our first major campaign uh, called Blanket the United States. And our goal with that campaign is to donate 1 million blankets to homeless shelters by 2024. And, um, and right now we're about 20% of the way there. We have the opportunity. We partner with a lot of different companies that are giving blankets as gifts to their employees or customers. And in doing so, we're able to donate a second blanket, um, to homeless shelters around the nation. We give to over 500 shelters in the United States. And so, um, we have a really unique opportunity where we're not just donating blankets, but we're actually getting to connect with both incredible companies that are giving blankets as gifts and grassroots organizations where we're donating the blankets. And so the blankets are just a third party object that's connecting us to some of the most powerful companies and the most powerful grassroots organizations. And we just get to be a bridge builder. We get to introduce, um, some influential brands and celebrities to uh, some of the best grassroots work that's going on in the United States. And uh, that's really where we're in our sweet spot. So our number one goal is to blanket the United States. But as we're blanketing the United States, we are making connections uh, that I believe are going to be long, long lasting and where it gives companies and celebrities an opportunity to do that long term and their community, and we get to be a small part of that. Let's say if ABC, if we wanted to get involved in that, how would we go about doing that? If we wanted to get our kids involved with helping others out, helping other youngsters, other families, because in this area, we have a lot of homeless families. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, the most simple thing is, that a I would love to give blankets to all the kids that you work with just first and foremost uh no strings attached and no other agenda other than I just want to support what you guys are doing and the blankets can serve as a uh um just a simple gift to the the kids and mm-hmm. then se- secondly I think that there's always opportunities to where I do blanket drops at homeless shelters where I go and deliver the blankets in person and it would be fun to to uh, have the kids involved in something like that to where they can come and learn about different community things that are going on in their local uh, area uh, to where they can come and serve a meal or uh, pass out blankets with me at some point. Now, when you, okay, now, when you pass these blankets out, yep. from my understanding, there's a note in the bottom of there or something? Yeah, when we pass the blankets out to homeless shelters, there's a note that comes with the actual blankets that says, thank you so much for the work that you're doing in your local community, and this is why you're receiving those blankets. Oh, uh, Brother Shea was telling me about you have a children's book. Yeah. Yeah, we just launched it in November, and uh, you know, I always wanted to get involved uh, communicating with kids. Like you said, it has to be very simple, and it's got to be... Yeah. Uh, it's got to be in the least common denominator when you're speaking to kids. And um, I've always wanted to master communication. And one of my friends challenged me and he said, well, if you want to master communication, you got to write a kid's book. And so I took on the challenge and uh, maybe about eight months ago, 
I woke up in the middle of the night, it was 3 a.m. And I thought of this phrase, no matter how big, no matter how small, everyone is someone we need to love all. And I was like, oh, that's such a weird thing. I, I felt it on a kind of dream subconscious level. And I grabbed my phone and I wrote it down. And then I just wrote the rest of it in kind of a stream of thought. And it's a really simple poem that I was looking at that next morning. And I was thinking, how, what's the medium that I want to deliver this message to? And, uh, and then I said, oh, I think this might be a children's book. And so I partnered with an artist, uh, that I got connected to, he lives in Scotland and he hand painted every single page, uh, of wow. the book. And he sent me all of the originals and, uh, and oh, he's such an amazing artist that really brought the project to life. His name is Richie Collins. And, um, I just, uh, we launched that book in November and for every, uh, the book's called everyone is someone. For every book purchased, we donate a, a book to a child in foster care around the nation. And so um, we are, our hope is to provide everyone as someone book to every, every kid in foster care. And that this will be a, the third party object that's connecting us to, um, you know, similar to blank the United States, connecting us to influencers and companies and also connecting us to really good grassroots organizations that are doing amazing work um and i hope is that you know we can help form the conversation around the kids again because i believe that we got we got to focus back on the kids and if we're going to do that we can't do it from a negative standpoint where we're talking about all the negative statistics and how up the foster care system is we got to do it in a strategic way where we're highlighting solutions that are being created that are actually helping the kids and fully backing. And, and similar to what you guys are doing, I, I what I loved about um, getting connected with you guys is you guys are, you've created a solution that is helping with this particular problem. And um, those are the type of organizations that we love to come across and, and support in any way that we can. Give God the glory. There's a lady, she has 16 foster kids. You would never know that they were foster kids. They all have the same name, last name. You would never know it. I think it's three of them that's graduated from college. And a couple of others that's on their way to college. And she's a part of ABC. And it's, uh, um, I like what you just said a while ago about looking beyond the negative. And going into the positive and focusing on the positive. And I think that, uh, at some point in time, I think it would be good if you could, well, I'm sure you'll meet her at some point in time. Because apparently we'll all, ABC and, um, uh, was it sackcloth and ashes will be conversing together. I really want to thank you for taking your time to come and sit and share with us. Because uh, you said something right from the start. When you said our kids, they are our future. Mm-hmm. They are the future. There's no doubt about it. It's, uh, and ABC, we teach our youngsters how to step off in life with their best foot forward, without cowardice, but with courage and dignity. 
if we can teach them that at seven years old, and if we can teach them to start in, in drilling that into them at seven years old, it teaches them how to walk the straight and narrow. They may strain, but they'll always know how to come back. Mm-hmm. And we have to let them know that they are our future. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for saying that. Now you have a, how big is your staff? We have 20 folks working with us. And uh, I I feel fortunate. I uh, Just before I got on this uh, call with you, I did all my team member reviews uh, with, with my team. Um, this morning and I was just telling my wife, I'm like, man, we have such a power house, all-star team. And they, I'm, I feel very fortunate because I get to brag a lot about the stuff that we get to be a part of and that we get to do and I get to share the story, but there's no way we could have pulled it off without such an amazing all-star team. And, uh, I feel like we're building a, we're not just building a company, we're building a campaign. Like guys, if we were building a, political campaign. We're building a campaign for grassroots organizations around the United States that are representing both the homeless and the the kids in foster care. And so um, I feel very fortunate to have the team I do and we're we're on a mission. I appreciate that. And thank you guys so much for the work you guys are doing. And I look forward to meeting the kids one day here uh, once things get a little bit back to normal. Well, if you ever... If you guys ever run into anything where you figure that A, B, and C can be of help, don't hesitate to say something, please. Yeah. Please. Thank you. Well, God bless you. And looking forward to meeting the rest of your team one day. Yeah, sounds good, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless. Let your legacy begin today. Drink Mongoose Water. Mongoose Water gets his name from legendary light heavyweight champion Archie Moore. He was called the Mongoose because of his agility and stamina. Do you have trouble staying hydrated and energized during your workouts? Does it always seem like you're thirsty? Try Mongoose Water. It is refreshing and rejuvenating. It has an alkaline level of 8.5 to 9.5. Train like the best, drink the best. Mongoose Water, coming soon to a store near you. Go to www.mongoosewater.com. That's www.mongoosewater.com.